Hi friends, I'm Ray Keating and this is Free Enterprise in three minutes. We're going to get back to the follow-up on episode 154, I promise, but other items have popped up that provide the opportunity for some lessons. That's the case with this 156th episode. We're going to look at stock buybacks. Now, the misnamed Inflation Reduction Act passed by Congress on August 12th included a 1% tax on stock buybacks. Various politicians argued that such a tax would somehow help investment, but in reality, the stock buyback tax will work against investment and innovation. Now, a stock buyback occurs when a company has excess capital and chooses to return those dollars to shareholders. That is, the company has exhausted investment ideas or opportunities that make sense for that particular firm. It's not surprising, of course, that more mature companies tend to be the ones that return dollars to shareholders, whether via dividends or stock buybacks. And smaller growing companies retain earnings for investment in growth and innovation. When shareholders choose to sell their shares during a buyback, they obviously have a better idea for how to use those dollars, including making other investments, such as in new and or expanding firms. In fact, As noted in a study by Richard Booth of Villanova University, 95% of the funds distributed via stock buybacks get reinvested in other public companies. Now, market decisions to shift resources from less productive undertakings, such as dollars sitting with companies without investment opportunities, to more productive ventures, such as individuals making investments in businesses that are expanding and innovating, are central to driving economic income and employment growth. A tax on stock buybacks works against this process by, for example, locking in underperforming investments and limiting resources available for investing in new and innovative businesses. It effectively would raise the costs of more efficiently allocating investments. Another point to consider is that the stock buyback tax could increase dividend payouts in order to return resources to shareholders while avoiding the new tax. The Tax Foundation has, for example, estimated that the 1% tax on stock buybacks could increase dividends by about 1.5%, while also reducing the amount of revenue raised by the new tax. This stock buyback tax is another reminder of what happens when the economic consequences of taxes aren't considered. Costs rise, incentives and decisions are altered, and effects reach beyond those targeted by the tax. And as a result, actual revenue collections from the tax wind up falling short of original estimates. And yes, the economy suffers. Thanks for listening. By the way, please pick up the paperback, hardcover, or Kindle edition of my book, The Weekly Economist, 52 Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist, and perhaps buy a copy for others in your life, especially high school and college students. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care and hey, think more like an economist.